Hello lovely. What a wonderful day it is today. What a glorious day to look at the creativity of God that he has instilled in you. Yes, you. All too often I hear believers say, I'm not a creative person, or I'm not as creative as they, her, he, you. And what they really mean by this is, I'm not an artist, musician or performer. They relegate creativity to the domain of a small number of skills or careers. But God says that he created mankind in his image and that we are being transformed into the image of his son. You are the image of the creator of all things and of the one through whom all things were created. Today, I'm going to lead you through four keys that will help you unlock the creativity that God himself built into the very essence of who you are. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and life in all its fullness. John 10.10 But sometimes we need help to walk into the fullness of who we are in Christ. If you need someone to come alongside you to help you on this journey, I'd love to be that person. Just fill out the coaching interest form and we can arrange a free one hour coaching session to determine your health and wellness goals and how I can assist you in achieving them. The link for the coaching interest form is in the notes for this episode. Welcome to The Good Way with Jenna Jandro. Integrative Nutrition Health Coach, Master Herbalist and Essential Oil Specialist. A part of the Good Way Ministries Incorporated. I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm a Bible-loving, food-loving, totally sold-out-for-God Christian woman, serving God in my church and community with everything that I am and helping others to do the same. You know you're called to serve God in a unique way but feel pulled in so many directions and can't seem to find the time and energy to focus on what God is calling you to. I'm here to help you take back control of your health and wellness, to find the energy and focus that you need to achieve the things God has put on your heart through biblical nutrition, intentional living, and building right relationships. If you're ready to move from just surviving to thriving, then grab your green smoothie and come walk with me along the good way. We have been taught in our society today that the arts are optional, that they are somehow frivolous, and that unless they are making a very large amount of money for someone, they have no worth. We're taught that there are the serious forms of study like reading, writing, maths and sciences, and then there are the creative forms of study that have little worth other than as an entertainment. And their value or lack of is emphasized any time a school district needs to reduce costs. The arts are always the first to be cut as being unnecessary for education, an optional extra. But when we look back at history, some of the greatest scientific minds have also been some of the most artistic and creative minds. Leonardo da Vinci, Santiago Cayal, Anna Atkins, Samuel Morse, 
Maria Sibella Marianne, to name a few. People magazine, in their article, Scientific Pioneers Who Were Also Artistic Visionaries, states, Art and sciences are often thought to fall on opposite sides of the left-right brain divide. But history has proven time and again that many of the brightest minds are polymaths. A polymath being a person of wide-ranging knowledge or learning. But in our society, we emphasise focusing on a very narrow field of study, refining down fields of study more and more to points of speciality even within those fields. We are told from a young age that we have to choose science or the arts. Pick one thing you're good at and focus on that to the exclusion of everything else. And as most people are either right or left-brained, they do focus on one thing and pursue it. I was not one of those people. I am one of those who functions equally well in both right and left brain, and so did not fit into the standard educational paradigm. I could not choose just one field of study as I was interested in so many and varied fields, and the thought of trying to focus on just one was inconceivable. And as a result, I spent most of my life as an extremely bright underachiever, bouncing from one interest to another and one job to another. It wasn't until fairly recently that I realised that I didn't have to choose, that I could provide time for myself to pursue many different fields. And that didn't make my knowledge or understanding scattered, although that's how it appeared at first but it actually helped me and my understanding to become more whole. The idea that a left brain person should only focus on the analytical and methodical subjects like maths and science and right brained people should focus solely on the arts is like saying that a right handed person should only ever use their right hand. It's unbalanced, artificially limiting and will prevent you from achieving your full potential. It becomes even more unbalanced as we consider that those who are right-brained are shunted to one side and taught to either suppress their creativity, sideline it as a hobby to be pursued if they have the time, or resign themselves to a life of poverty, unless they are one of the few who achieve fame and wealth as an artist or performer. This is not what God intended for you. Whether you were right or left-brained, God wants you to be operating as a fully functional whole. So how do we do that? How do we unlock the creativity that is within us? Or if you are a creative person, how do you unlock the analytical and methodical part of you that is there not to suppress your creativity, but to support and enhance it? The first step is this. You need to understand fully that you are made in the image of God. In Genesis 1, 26-27 it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, 
he created them. I think you would agree that our God is a creative God. He created the heavens and the earth. He created everything that is contained within the earth and the heavens. And if you look around you at the diversity and the beauty and the amazing wonder of the created world, you can't help but know that you know that you know that God is a creative God. And he made man in his image. So that makes you a creative being with the power of creation, the power to create beauty and wonder. That's the first key. I want you to just take a moment to ponder that. If you have to stop this episode here to do that, do so. Take a moment to ponder the fullness of what that means. The next key is this, that you are being made into the image of his son. Romans 8.29 says this, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. In John 1, 1 through 3, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So, you have been made in the image of the Creator God. And you are being transformed into the image of his son, the one through whom everything was created, whose name is wonderful. Isaiah 9, 6 says this, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The first name given to Jesus in this passage is Wonderful. Now this is often misquoted and people will say that the first name is Wonderful Counselor. That's not how it's written. How it is written is Wonderful, comma, Counselor, comma, Mighty God. The first name given to Jesus is wonderful. And I want to tell you this. Wonder is the catalyst for and the fruit of both creativity and true scientific endeavor. This is what I want you to understand as the second key. You are wonderful and full of wonder because you are being made in the image of the Son of God and he dwells in you. If you know him, if you are a believer, then Jesus dwells in you. So you are wonderful. So you are full of the very thing that is both the catalyst and the fruit 
of creativity. This is a big truth to get your head around as well. So again, if you need time just to take this in, to, to meditate on it for a while, then do so. Pause this episode, think about that for a moment, and then start again. The third key is this, to be creatively intentional. If you are someone whose creativity has been stifled, you have worked on being intentional in your life, looking at the analytical and methodical style of living, then here is an opportunity for you to apply the area of weakness, which is creativity, to your strength. Apply creativity to the area of your strength. Allow yourself to see things that are within the realm of your strengths and skills from a different perspective. To step outside the norm, the usual, and allow yourself to wonder, to perceive the creativity of the mundane. Kaf Fassat is a fine artist who has an amazing ability to see the wonder and the beauty in the mundane, to look at a brick wall and not just see dull functionality that most of us would see, but to see the incredible variety of colour and hue within a single brick, to see the play of light and dark within the patterns of the wall. By doing this, you will find that you can start to create solutions that you would otherwise not have seen, to see areas for improvement and how they can be improved that others don't even realize are needed. In so doing, you will start to be the good steward that God is calling you to be, and you will be set apart within the workplace as one who achieves what others cannot. This will take you outside of your comfort zone. It will start to stretch you, and you will begin to see how creativity supports and enhances everything that you apply it to. The fourth key is this, to be intentionally creative. And this where is where it gets really challenging. This is where you start to apply your strength to your area of weakness. It's time to up the ante, to intentionally create something artistic from the area or field that you are usually functioning in. Look with eyes wide open and full of wonder at the mundane everyday work that you do and allow yourself to see the beauty and the creativity of God within it. Then find a way to express that beauty and creativity so that others can start to see it too. A good example of this is Anna Atkins. She was lived between 1799 and 1891 and was an English botanist. And she was so fascinated by the wide variety of algae in the British waterways that she used light sensitive materials to capture their beauty. In so doing, she established photography as a scientific tool and was the first woman to publish a book illustrated with photographs. So let's go through those steps again. Step one, Know that you are made in the image of God, the creator God. Step two, 
know that you are being made in the image of his son, whose name is wonderful, and that because you are his and he dwells in you, you are full of wonder. The catalyst, the very catalyst for and the fruit of creativity and true scientific endeavor. Step key three, create, be creatively intentional. Apply creativity to the area of your strength. Step four, be intentionally creative. This is the hard part. Apply your strength to the area of your weakness. Intentionally create something artistic from the area or field that you usually function in. Now, if you are a naturally creative person, you're going to have to flip keys three and four. For key three, you're going to have to take the step of being intentionally creative, applying intentionality to your creativity, applying analytical thinking and methodology to your creativity. That's going to challenge you a bit. Then the next step is this, to be creatively intentional to actually take your creativity, that area of your strength, and apply it to something in the mundane. And do it in such a way that you can help others to express themselves creatively through the mundane and everyday things that they do. Leonardo da Vinci once said, to develop a complete mind, study the science of art, study the art of science, learn how to see, realize that everything connects to everything else. I would add to that, to develop as a whole person, learn to see as God sees to see yourself as God sees you, to see others as God sees them, and to see the world around you as God sees it, through eyes of wonder and delight. If you would like some help along this journey, go to the notes for this episode and click the link for the coaching interest form once you've filled that out, I'll be in touch with you to arrange a free one-hour coaching session to determine your goals and how I can help you achieve them. I'm looking forward to walking with you as you fulfill your full potential as you walk along the good way. If this podcast has blessed or encouraged you in any way, then I'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to this podcast, write a review, and share this episode with anyone you think will also be blessed by it. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your social media page. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to support you on your journey. You can come join me in the Good Way Community Facebook group or click the link to let me know if you're interested in one-on-one or small group coaching. And you can support the Good Way Ministries and help keep this podcast on the air 
by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. All the links are in the notes for this episode. And remember, it's a journey. You only have to take one step at a time.